Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jackson keeps Stanley in front of him. Touchdown, Lamar. Second half for Baltimore. Six plays, 55 yards, touchdown. 12 plays, 93 yards, Touchdown. 11 plays, 78 yards. Touchdown. 31-10. Game over. Uh, Lamar Jackson in the game goes 16 of 22 for a buck 52. Two touchdown passes. 11 carries, 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns running the football. He had a 93.9 QBR number per the ESPN QBR uh, rating on a scale of 0 to 100 and had a 121.8 passer rating. He was outstanding. The defense may have been even better. Uh, that was the first divisional round playoff game of the weekend. Man, it was cold and windy at M&T Bank. By the way, the extended forecast for Sunday in Baltimore does call for some rain with falling temperatures during the game. Will it Get you know the cold air get in uh, quickly enough to turn it to snow. Looks like the extended's got it turning to snow Sunday night, perhaps after the game or early Monday morning. Um, but it could be a chilly, wet day as of now uh, for the all grass field at MNT uh, Bank Stadium. So we talked uh, in the first hour about the two games yesterday. The Chiefs win. Uh, in Buffalo and the earlier in the afternoon win by Detroit over Tampa Bay. want to spend uh, a few minutes just talking about Baltimore, Houston, and then San Francisco, Green Bay. And then we'll go with some open phones here on this Monday following divisional round in which we had four games. We had lots of news related to Washington's coaching search, including the report from Jonathan Jones at CBS that suggests that Ben Johnson is the front runner for the Washington job. Uh, and the breaking news here this morning that Ron Rivera is interviewing with the Philadelphia Eagles for their available defensive coordinator uh, opening. Um, so in about 15 20 minutes, um, we will open up phone lines at 301 230 
1-800-878-0980. Also, I want to mention, as we did last week, February 2nd, Friday night, a week from this coming Friday night at the Bethesda Theater, it's 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980 Live. We'll all be on stage together, the Junkies, Grant and Danny, B. Mitch and Finley from our sister station now, 106.7 The Fan. Uh, Yours truly, Chris Russell, Craig Hoffman, it better be Doc Walker as well uh, with us uh, as well on that night. Tickets are available. We'll be telling stories. uh, We'll be telling, uh, answering questions um, and uh, debating good topics. Uh, At that point, too, we will have the Super Bowl matchup uh, and we will likely have the new head coach of the Washington franchise. Um, But please join us Friday, February 2nd, 8 p.m. at the Bethesda Theater on Wisconsin Avenue. You can get tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com. All right, so let's go uh, Saturday back to Baltimore-Houston. I thought it was an interesting game. I I mean, I loved Baltimore before this game started. I just thought that Houston – you know, had a great game against a good defensive team in Cleveland as well. Indoors, that, you know, that that outdoors, Baltimore's defense just loved them. And the first half, you know, was a little bit shaky. And the bottom line is, you know, during the entirety of the game, Houston never advanced the football inside the Baltimore 25-yard line. But they did have, they did have a Steven Sims 67-yard punt return. Yeah, that's Steven Sims. I loved him when he was here in Washington. Thought that he was one of the more electric uh, playmakers for this team in 2019 and 2020. He was with Buffalo in 21. He was with Pittsburgh in 2021-2022. And he has been in Houston uh, this year. He was released initially, then re-signed to the practice squad, and then he was promoted to the active roster for the divisional round of the playoffs. And he returned a punt 67 yards for a touchdown, and it was like, oh, my God, the Ravens have been dominant. They have only they only lead 10-3, to but now it is 10-10. to And the next drive, if you recall, they went three and out, and Houston got a couple of plays, including a big throw from Stroud to Collins on a third and 13, and that was really their biggest play offensively of the day for 29 yards. And Fairbairn missed a field goal uh, at the end of that half, 30-something seconds left in the half, that would have given them a halftime lead. But it was dominance, pure dominance in the second half. Jackson was outstanding. I thought Baltimore's defensive players that just stood out you know, consistently, guys like Smith and Queen and Matabuke and Clowney and Van Noy, I mean – they, as we talked about in our one, they are dominant defensively, and they were missing some pieces at times. And they had a couple of players, including Darby, get injured during the game. Uh, but this is a team that destroyed Houston twice, destroyed Miami, destroyed San Francisco against Detroit when the Lions were, were five, they were a five and one football team, and they came into Baltimore. That game was in October. It was late October. Remember, Denton, we came in here the next day and said, oh, my God, is it more Baltimore or is it that we're a little, we were a little bit too high on Detroit? They beat them 38-6. to This is a hell of a football team right now, the Ravens are. I, I, 
I'm going to be really surprised if they don't win the Super Bowl. And and a Baltimore-San Francisco rematch will be a good one. But the the big difference is they've got Lamar and San Francisco doesn't. Uh, Lamar Jackson was sensational. In watching this game, too, I can't tell you how many times I just said, God, I want Jaden Daniels here. I know that he's not as thick or as well-built physically as Lamar is, but they're so similar as runners. For those of you that haven't spent a lot of time on Jaden Daniels and are into you know, getting to one to take Caleb uh, Williams or you really like Drake May, just watch the way Jaden Daniels ran the football. It is so Lamar-esque in the acceleration and the open field vision. Lamar's more powerful, no doubt, and has a much thicker frame. Daniels is taller um, but not as thick. Um, and I actually, Denton, I think Jaden Daniels throws the ball better than Lamar. I think he does. Uh, coming out of college, certainly, yeah. Uh, Lamar had a really good deep ball in college, but coming out of college, Jaden Daniels has a little bit more touch. Um, they ran it for 229. I think, you know, they they, they lost um, uh, Keaton Mitchell, who was a real home run threat. You know, they lost him in that Chargers game, maybe. I forget which game it was. Justice Hill has some of that game-breaking ability, but look, their receivers are are better. Zay Flowers has made a significant difference for them. And then special teams, they've been outstanding all year long, but they did give up that punt return and uh they made CJ Stroud. I thought he did I, I didn't think he shrunk from the occasion at all. He had a couple of big time throws, <clears throat> but they really couldn't run the football and nobody's going to run the football against Baltimore. 34 to 10. Uh, by the way, you know, at 10 to 10, the, the punt return was a massive play in the game. And then the second half kickoff return by Duvernay was huge, too. It was like that gave them the ball at the 45 yard line to start that next drive. It was a 37 yard kickoff return. So I thought you had a punt return that was significant in the first half and a kickoff return that ended up being significant, and it jump-started that first drive that gave him the 17-10 to 10 lead, uh, and then every time they touched the ball, it was points the rest of the way in a 34-10 to 10 win. Uh, and then we get to the game on Saturday night. I love the Niners going into this. I really thought that there was no way the Niners were going to score less than 30, 31, something like that. Uh, in the game, um, and uh, they they were in a dogfight. I mean, Green Bay that opening drive. I mean, it, it was the Dallas you know game identically, except it ended in a field goal. Fourteen plays, I think it was sixty yards. They took off seven and a half minutes of the clock, and it was three to nothing. And you're like, whoa. Um, and then they had another long drive that made it seven to six. You know, you had the blocked field goal at the end of the half. Um, that kept the lead seven to six. San Francisco, um, Green Bay defensively did a nice job uh, all game long. Um, you know, Darnell Savage had that dropped pick six in the first half that could have made a big difference in the game. He had the pick six against the Cowboys. Had another one in his hands. I don't know if that one would have gone um, the whole dif- uh, the the whole way back. Um, but, you know, the Packers were there at halftime. They had dominated time of possession. They were only down a point. 
Um, and there was a lot of pressure. You know, Trent Williams had that 15-yard penalty. I know that it was a bit of a flop, but Trent, you know, ends up with penalties like that. Um, uh, I'm still amazed at how many times McCaffrey and Kittle break tackles. And losing Debo Samuel, by the way, in the first half was huge to Purdy. They have not been, for the most part this year, the same team without Debo Samuel uh, in the game. Um, but man, McCaffrey yards after contact Kittle yards after contact, but look, this game was there for the taking. Um, it was, uh, it was that last drive. Um, you know, so you get, you get the, the 49ers that, that take over after the missed field goal, the Carlson field goal, um, which was not a long field goal. It was 41 yards. And that was, a bad miss, uh, you know. It was each team missed a field goal in the game, but they were there. <clears throat> moved into San Francisco territory. Look, they had a first and ten, up twenty-one seventeen at the San Francisco twenty-five-ish yard line. I mean, worst case is they were going to be up seven at the end of this drive. Best case is they were going to be up eleven at the end of this drive, unless Chase Young made a big play. Ha ha. Uh, he was not very effective in the game. Really hasn't been that of a, uh, effective. And that Miss Carlson field goal was was a killer for the Packers, and that gave the 49ers life. And you know they had the sneak by Purdy on third and one. Uh, by the way, up until that drive, I did not think Purdy looked like a legitimate upper tier quarterback. Just didn't. I think there have been times when I've watched him that I felt that way. But you can confuse him, and he made some bad throws. He can, and he got lucky on a couple of throws, especially on that one to Savage. Um, but uh, the, the the big play was the third and five with about three and a half to go, and they you know it's two down territory with three thirty eight left, and he throws a ball to Brandon Ayuk, and this is why. I mean, I've loved Ayuk from the jump, and and thought that he was a, a little bit underappreciated. Not anymore. He makes a catch on a third and five slant. It was a good throw, but he had to pick it up basically before it hit the ground and held on to it, and that was the play of that drive. In fact, in the moment, I didn't think it was a catch. And 49ers were hurrying up. I thought we might get a challenge, uh, but we didn't, and it's a good thing you didn't because it was a catch. And then Purdy, I thought, made the best play, the throw to Connolly on the sideline, perfect timing on a first and 10 for, you know, 15-plus yards. Um, I don't know what the exact yardage is. I'm looking at my notes. Um, and then he makes that scramble, you know, on the um, – uh, they were second and 10. You know, they need a touchdown here. They need a touchdown, and he, he, he takes off and he gets near a first down, and then McCaffrey scores – on the next play. Now, some of you were wondering why LaFleur didn't take a timeout. I'm with you on that. I think after the Purdy scramble gets him into a second and one at the Green Bay six, you then have to assume more likely than not that the 49ers are going to score a touchdown. Now, because the 49ers had timeouts left, you don't want to stop them and then give them a chance at the ball back um, with a – uh, with a, a three and out, but you want to leave yourself with plenty of time. And they ultimately did because McCaffrey scored on the next play, 
with a minute seven to go. Now, if McCaffrey doesn't get it in there and they get a first down, I think at that point LaFleur starts to use his timeouts. But when Green Bay got the ball back 24-21, you know, loved to Dobbs. Man, Dobbs is good. They get the first down and that throw to Musgrave. They've got the ball at their own 36. They just need a field goal to force overtime. And then Love rolling right through, you know, makes the Cardinals sin of throwing the ball back across the field. And then what was Dre Greenlaw doing? Benton, what was he doing? Now, I had the Niners laying nine and a half. So I was like, stay up, see if you can take it to the house. But it was not a great play. It burned a lot of clock. Um, but uh, he eventually went down without giving it back. But, you know, I mentioned earlier a buddy of mine had sent me this text after the Josh Allen game, and he said, your boy Phillip Rivers and Josh Allen are the same guy. And one of the playoff games that Phillip Rivers lost was a pick on Brady to end the game, but the return, they fumbled back. And Brady took the, took, took the ball down the field after they got the ball back on the interception return fumble. Uh, and scored the game winner. Um, but anyway, uh, they win the game. I, I just a, a pet peeve. I, personally, if I'm Matt LaFleur with two timeouts left um, and 38 seconds or 35 seconds left, I'm making San Francisco in a driving rainstorm snap the ball twice. You just – I don't I don't understand. The Bulls thing is one of the worst things you'll ever see in terms of – you know, being completely oblivious. And I think he was oblivious to what happened. And that followed Dan Campbell's completely blunderous, you know, kneel down situation, you know, taking, taking a knee with 16 seconds and then with 15 seconds after that. Um, but I just, I would never take two timeouts to the locker room in a loss down one score or less, you know, down, you know, down no more than one score. I just, especially in the rain, you know, you got rain falling. You've you know, had some, I mean, on one of the throws that Purdy made, he was literally wiping his hand on his towel in the middle of the drop back. Um, close call for the Niners. You know, the Niners looked like the most invincible team at times during the regular season, but it's really the Ravens who are the most invincible team look look wise. And obviously in their head to head, they destroyed the 49ers. Uh but they were lucky to get out of that game Saturday night. Jordan Love was, you know, really good. Purdy was did a nice job on that final drive, don't get me wrong, but I did not think he was very impressive until that a final drive. McCaffrey's their best player. Um, it's just not close. Uh, but I thought a lot of players. Aaron Jones, what a run to the se- end of the season he had. Listen to Aaron Jones' last five games. 127 yards, 6 yards a carry. 120 yards, 6 yards a carry. 111 yards, 5 yards a carry. That ended the regular season, got him into the postseason. 118 yards, 5.6 yards per carry against the Cowboys. 108 yards, 6 yards per carry against the Niners. I mean, the dude was unbelievable down the stretch. Um, Their ability to run the football really did make it a lot easier for Love. He had the two interceptions, and the last one was a bad one. Got to learn from that. Can't throw the ball across the field. It's first and 10. You don't have to make the play there. You know, you've got time. There's 50-something seconds left in the game, um, and he made 
an awful decision there, and uh, the 49ers are going on. Um, and they're seven-point favorite in this NFC title game. Uh, six and a half now in spots against Detroit. My first blush on these two championship games, Denton, just like I felt Saturday, are the two teams that seem destined to, to match up in the Super Bowl. I think the two best teams in the league. I like the Ravens laying the three and a half. I'll buy it down to three. And I like the 49ers laying the seven against the Niners. Uh, against the Lions, excuse me. The Lions defensively are not very good right now. Um, they're giving up chunk plays. They're giving up yards. Uh, you know, Tampa had over 400 yards of offense against them. Um, and I could see uh, the Niners completely shredding uh, the Lions um, up and down the field. Now, will Detroit be able to move the football against San Francisco? Green Bay did. So interesting. But I like the two favorites, and I hate playing favorites, and I did it <laughs> twice on Saturday, but I like both of the favorites. What's your first blush on these championship games? I, I would like to just have it confirm that Debo is playing before I play that San Francisco. Fair point. Um, because if he's playing, I don't know if there's a number high enough. Because like when I watched that game, there were points where it felt like Tampa Bay's wide receivers were just kind of running wide open all over the place, and Baker just wasn't necessarily seeing them against Detroit. So I think if Debo is playing, that San Francisco is going to mop the floor with uh, with Detroit. I'm a little less convinced with Kansas City and Baltimore. I do think Baltimore is going to win, but I just I feel very odd betting against Patrick Mahomes. I think he has risen to that echelon of athletes that it's uncomfortable for me to bet against. So I don't know how I'm going to play that one yet. I'm going to need a couple of days for that one. Has Kansas city, and we know that they haven't had an AFC title game on the road. Um, And this will be their first one and only their second road playoff game of the Mahomes era. And I'm just trying to think, didn't Andy read the championship games? Did he ever have a championship game on the road? In in Philadelphia, yeah, in Philly, um, you know they lost some of those championship games at home. They lost to uh, they lost to Carolina at home. They lost to Atlanta at home. Didn't they beat Atlanta though? When Michael they Vick beat was Atlanta there? at home to go to that first Super Bowl against New England. They lost to the Rams on the road, right? Um, was I'm that pulling it up now? Their I think thing. they lost to the Rams on the road. Yes, that one was at the Rams in 2001. Um, they lost the Panthers. That one was at home in 2003. Uh, the Falcons was at home. You saw only one road uh, championship game to the Rams. Did they play? Did they? Did Andy Reid play New England on the road in, in a championship game? Oh, um, Andy Reid also lost them in 2008 to the Cardinals. That one was on the road. Oh, the Cardinals on yeah. the road. I remember that one. Okay. Man, Andy Reid's coached in a lot of playoff games in his career and a lot of championship games in his career, for sure. Um, all right, uh, your turn. Up next, phone lines open, 301-230-0980. Uh, big takeaway from the four playoff games this weekend. Anything that you'd like to say in regards to Washington's virtual interviews, and we've got two real interviews in Quinn and um, uh, Raheem Morris, according to reports for today. 
They interviewed Eric Bieniemy for the head coaching job. If you want to weigh in on that, phone lines are open. It's kind of a Monday post-divisional round open skate on the phones at 301-230-0980. We'll get to that next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, this is going to be Andy Reid's sixth NFC championship game as the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. In Philadelphia... He coached in five NFC Championship games. It's going to be his 11th eleventh uh, title game to go to a Super Bowl. In Philly, they lost to the Rams after the 2001 season. That was the 2001 Rams that went on to lose to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, lost that game um, to the Rams on the road. Then they lost to Tampa and Carolina back-to-back at home. Then they beat Atlanta at home before they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And then they lost to the Cardinals in the NFC title game in 2008, the year that the Cardinals lost to the Steelers in the Super Bowl. And then, of course, it's been... You know, beating, um, losing to the Patriots, uh, but then beating um, multiple teams to get to Super Bowls. They lost to Cincinnati last year. Wow, that is quite uh, the record. I wonder, I mean, Belichick obviously would have the record on championship game. Uh, I would bet that Shula's third. See if you can look that up. I'm just going to guess that Shula is third in terms of coaching in championship games. Belichick's got to be one. Reed might be two now, and I bet you Shula's third. See if you can look that up. 301 Denton, 301-230-0980. Our Ace Law listener lines are open, 301-230-0980. In a wreck, Ace Law helps you get a check. Uh, phone lines are open for any big takeaways from the four games, anything you want to talk about in relate in relation to the four divisional games. Eric Bieniemy, 
uh, interviewed by the team last week for its head coaching availability. Would you want Eric Bieniemy to be the head coach here? What do you make of the interview of Eric Bieniemy and any of the other pieces of news? Three primary pieces of news over the weekend. Slowick, add him to the list that has been virtually interviewed. Ben Johnson, according to Jonathan Jones at CBS, is the front runner for the Washington job. And then lastly, the Biennemi news uh, that came out yesterday that he had been interviewed by the team last week in the interview categorized uh, or characterized as uh, excellent and highly detailed. 301-230-0980 phone lines are open. Let's start with Joe. Joe, go ahead. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? I'm well, Joe. How are you? Good. Uh, real quick, I got my tickets. I will see you on February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. Looking forward to a good night. It's going to be a good awesome. night. And we definitely got some, yeah, got some stories good to, to see you. Sure. It'll be good to see you. All right. So I would talk about the playoffs. And, and you know, firstly, firstly, last night, I mean, there was a play that happened before, I believe it was before the missed field goal, where Stefan Diggs, who really was kind of quiet all night, Kevin, he had a chance uh, that had a he had a ball go right through his hands, and I believe he was wide open. Uh, that could have not even got the field goal, but could have broken the game, probably won the game for Buffalo right there. So you talk about a missed field goal. Stephon Diggs had a chance to uh, take it. So I mean, everybody keeps talking about how Josh Allen loses these games. It's not on Josh Allen for sure. I mean, and this that was the first I mean, play. Another... That was the first play yeah, from scrimmage play. down twenty-seven, twenty-four. Absolutely. And that throw on that night was an absolute gem. And it went right through his hands. You're right. And if he pulls it in, he probably gets tackled. Um, but they're down there. You know, eventually they got down there on that drive anyway. Um, but, yeah, uh, that, that whether or not he scores, I don't know. But Diggs let it go through his hands, no doubt about it. And as for the coaching search, I mean, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I think Ben Johnson would be called Mike McDonald up in uh, Buffalo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Baltimore would be great. But you know, Kevin, I'm with you. I, it's amazing that Mike Vrabel has not been not just been interviewed for here, but interviewed in general by other teams. I mean, Vrabel, if he's available to be interviewed here to go to Washington, why not? I mean, I like Vrabel's attitude. I mean, remember two years ago, you t- if, before Tannehill was hurt, Tennessee had a chance to win the division. And if you remember a couple of years ago, before that, when Kansas City had won their first Super Bowl with Mahomes. Tennessee had uh, Kansas City on the ropes because of Rabel. I mean, I they know did. Kansas City wanted to win They're up that. ten nothing in that I game. I mean, so Rabel has it. So I would love to see Rabel. So I think I'm. Rabel has interviewed. He's weeks. interviewed for the Atlanta job, um, and I think uh, the expectation is he's going to interview for the Seattle job as well. I'm pretty sure. Um, thanks, Joe, for the call. Three zero one two three zero. 0980. Uh, I do want to check in with Robert in Annapolis because I'm sure he's got some takeaways from Baltimore's win over Houston. Robert, go ahead. Well, thank you. Uh, but another game to go, uh, and the key to that with all the attention on Lamar is really Mike McDonald and his defense against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But I did want to give you a comp for Josh Allen. Uh, in terms of his physical ability, style of play, and these early, let's say, playoff issues or controversy, I would say John Elway, because Josh Allen carries that team into the playoffs, just as John Elway did with the Broncos. And uh, for anybody to be uh, question his uh, skills or ability to, to eventually win the big one, look, all these young guys, Lamar and Josh Allen, uh, Love, 
By the way, I can channel him uh, as a comp for Brett Favre on that final interception. But, you know, you got to give these guys time. Only Mahomes really has come in and, and done it immediately. But, you know, these are, these are good quarterbacks. Uh, 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 your team's time will come, uh, whoever has those guys. So thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks. Um, it's not a bad comp. Look, Josh Allen is one of the best. I mean, you don't consider him dual threat, although they, they ran several read option plays last night. In fact, I thought there was a play on that final drive where he should have kept it uh, instead of leaving it in, uh, in James Cook's uh, hands um, on, on that last drive. But it is certainly a good physical comp. Arm strength, playmaking ability, um, Elway's one of the great clutch quarterbacks in the history of the game. But to your point, just strapping, you know, a team, I would say though, Robert, I would say the teams that Denver had probably weren't as good overall as Buffalo's teams have been. Now, Buffalo was injured yesterday, a lot of injuries on defense, and that's why they never got off the field except for one time. I mentioned this earlier in the show, but um, just for the uh, purpose of, of emphasizing it once again, Kansas City ran only 43 offensive snaps in the game and had 361 yards. They averaged near, nearly eight yards per play, and they scored 27 and, and really were on the doorstep before the Hardman fumble through the end zone of scoring 34 on 43 plays. That's amazing. Uh, flip it around. I mean, they had 22 first downs on 43 plays. I mean, they're basically getting a first down every other play. Buffalo, on the flip side, had 78 offensive snaps um, in the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Buffalo was so banged up defensively and Josh Allen, look, he carried that team in, in a lot of its games. And Elway did the same thing. But I think Buffalo's actually had a better overall supporting cast, uh, I do, during these last few years. Um, you have the Andy Reid numbers, Denton? Yeah, so Andy Reid has been to 11 conference championships. This will, will be his 11. Yeah, this will be 11, which is second all-time to Bill Belichick's 13th. He just surpassed Tom Landry who had 10, Don Shula, who you thought would be on that list, has been to seven. Okay, so I was guessing Shula would be third. Landry's third at 10. Is Shula fourth? Um, it does not say who's fourth on here. I just did my own research to find that uh, Shula okay. had been to seven. Um, but you got Shula from Baltimore too, right? Not just Miami? Um, I just pulled up the Miami. I don't know. Did he have a ton of success yeah, in yeah, Baltimore? Yeah, Shula took the Colts to a Super Bowl. And so probably eight, took then. the Colts to another AFC title game. Um, but still, Landry's 10. Uh, Landry's 10. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, they were in the championship game a lot, you know. And the only championship games they lost, well, they lost four of them, including three in a row. They lost to Washington in 72, and then they lost in order uh, Philly, San Francisco, Washington in 80, 81, and 82. And that was for Landry, right? The 82 championship game against Washington. That's l probably the last championship game he coached in, I'm guessing. Um, all right, let's go to Stan. Stan, go ahead. 
Hey, Kevin, how are you? Great show I'm today. Well. I had called a couple of weeks ago about clock management situations, and I think you're going to appreciate a couple of them if I have a chance. Please. I got three. Start slow with for the audience here. You're going to have to explain these to them, but uh, I hope coaches are listening. You know when you could fake injuries on defense so that the replay officials can have an extra time, you know, for your, or even your team can view the replay a couple more times before you have to throw the challenge flag? Yep. On offense, you should also do this. Now, hear me out here. There should be a designated full guy on offense. Say Lamar Jackson runs a 60-yard run and gets hit, pushed out of bounds at the five. Now, this is different for quarterbacks. I understand that. But Lamar Jackson is gassed. He is hurt. He is tired. Say it's Saquon Barkley, whoever it may be. Have an injury on one of your linemen, your right guard. Have him fall down because too many times you'll see Barkley run for 60 yards and he's out the first and second and goal plays from the inside the 10 because he's catching his breath on the sideline. Have a, have a designated full guy on offense as well. You're following that, I hope. Okay, so, uh, and I, wanna, I want you to get to your others too. So, um, brilliant, of course, uh, as I've told you before. Let me just tell you, I suggested something to somebody, um, you know, associated with the team a while back. If you look at long offensive drives that get broken up um, time-wise, flow-wise, by either an injury or the end of a quarter, meaning the first or third quarter, uh, where there then is a longer timeout, TV timeout, typically two minutes, I think it's three or or four in the postseason. Look at the percentage of those drives that then go on to end in touchdown. There is a gassed nature to a defense uh, after a seven, eight, nine play drive that's building. And there should be, as you just described, there should be a fall guy to get the injury timeout, to get the disruption to the flow that they are in, to give a defense additional time. I actually asked somebody, I'm not going to mention who or when, but it was a couple of years ago. Go back and look at the number, the percentage of drives that are completed as a touchdown after the quarter ends or there's an injury. And they came back to me and said, it's a lower percentage. You were right. So I'm 100% with you. And yes, it should apply offensively to uh, uh, offensively as well. Now, you don't want to lose that momentum if you've got the defense gassed, but if it means no, losing your best player... player yeah, yes. if it means losing your best player to the sideline for a much – now, you're not going to lose Lamar, um, but like the Barkley example you gave, I'm with you. Exactly. Yeah, I'm surprised that more teams don't do this. Now, once – you know, at some point, if it became practice, they develop some sort of rule um, well, against it. They should always have had that rule. They should have always had that rule anyway. Even on defense, when these guys do it, they have to miss the the rest of that drive, or they have to miss five plays. They can't come exactly. in and play later. It's ridiculous. Right. But on a All defensive right, Kevin, line situation, right. Stan, on a D line, I mean, the amount of rotation among, let's just say, you know, four guys, there's typically six or seven players in the rotation. So you could even afford to yep. lose the fall guy anyway for three plays or whatever. But go ahead. What's your next one? Exactly. Exactly. You're going to love this. I used to write to the team, too, about this stuff all the time. It's a lot <laughs> anyway, well, I've told you about my Norv Turner letter, right? <laughs> I've written many letters, trust me. Yeah. This one you're going to have to explain, and I may be wrong here. 
Say it's third and third and three with about two minutes and 20 seconds left in the game, right? You have one timeout on defense. It's third and three, right? If that team could, if they convert the first down, it's now first and 10. They have to burn that last timeout. You're going to run a play to get it to the two minute warning. Then second down, you're going to run another play. Then at 115, you're going to run that third down play, and the other team gets the ball back with, say, 25 seconds, right? Right. Okay. On third and three as a defense, this is tough to teach, but I've seen this. The running back or the receiver gets the first down. Like, he's got the first down, and as a defensive player, you've got to know, oh, man, he just got 10 yards, game's over. You have to commit a penalty and face mask him or whatever it might be. That 15 yards will stop the clock. You're going to give up the 15-yard penalty, but right. you do but not you have, don't the lose time out. have to take No, no, you do not have to take a timeout on that first down. You don't lose now. the timeout. The clock will stop. Right. What's that? And you got the three timeouts the on the penalty. other side. The penalty will be the timeout. The 15-yard penalty exactly. will be the timeout. And, right. And now with 2.20 to go, you still have that one timeout. So now, right. you, can, now you could run second down. You know what I mean? You're going to get an extra 40 seconds. Yeah, no, I I hear you now. Um, and, and we've we've seen that it's like it's it's like a loophole that benefits the trailing team um, as yes. well. Look, we've also seen right. We've seen this in. And by the way, I think Vrabel may have been the first to do it. Um, yeah, and, you know, a nine yard run Vrabel. on first, a nine yard run on first down, and then understanding the likelihood yes. of a first down uh, on the next play. So instead, you jump off sides, give him the first down, but yes. you get now the clock stopped. Gonna, here's where I'm yeah. going to give you the loophole. That's my third one. Here's the loophole to this. They did that the other day in the Kansas City-Buffalo game. The first down run at the end there was eight yards. And I'm sitting there like, oh, man, they got to jump off sides or whatever. they got to do something because right. the game's over, right? Because, yeah. you know, second and two, just like Vrabel on the knows, Pacheco knows that they're going to accept the – Yeah, on the Pacheco run. So Vrabel knows – let me let me jump offside on purpose. They know I'm going to get the first down on second down, or if not, I'll get it on third down. The game's over. Take so Vrabel knee. knows to jump. The, yeah, well, the not other, Vrabel. No, no, no. The McDermott. Other coach, Mc, McDermott. Yeah. Well, the other when Vrabel when Vrabel jumped on purpose, the other coach accepted the penalty because he's clueless to the situation. He's like, oh, well, right. got an extra first down. Oh my God, they're stupid, right? Vrabel's happy. He accepted. Well, the other coach should know to decline it, correct? Right. Yeah, so now it's second it. and yep. two. He's got to know to decline it. Now, here's the loophole, Kevin. Kick the ball. Can you decline an automatic first down? If you push a player, push the official, it's second and two. Don't line up and jump offside. Just kick the ball or push a player, start a fight. You mean a per, you, t- take, take a 15-yard penalty, unsportsmanlike or whatever. Take a 15-yard on purpose, and the other coach can't I, decline the penalty. I they think you can decline it. that. I think you can decline I don't that. Think you're, so that's what I'm asking. Find out in the rules if you can decline an automatic first down. Because what? if you can, then that, that loophole doesn't work. But if you can't decline right. it, push it. Kick the ball. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get the idea. But I, I would think that uh, you would be able to decline any penalty. Especially when it's down. being that's used like via a loophole to benefit the, the infracting team. Yes, that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, I have a lot of these where you yeah, can just come I up and, and they're all clock issues. I, yeah. I think of all this stuff, you know, just nonsense that I think of while I'm watching <laughs> no, the I game. I do too. But I'm wondering, I, you know, I think can you're... you decline an automatic first down? I, I don't so, know that you know, for that, sure. Denton, see if you can find that today. in a rule book. Uh, but I would imagine you could. Um, but I, I don't know that for sure. But I'm telling you 
the the number of drives that get derailed by just the end of a quarter is an interesting thing that should should drive the fall guy uh, theory. You should have a fall guy to break up the momentum of a drive and allow a defense to get uh, to to, uh, to 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 catch their breath. Um, it's it's interesting how that works. Stan, you're the best. I appreciate it. Great job, as always. Appreciate it. Uh, Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and the Team980.com. NFL playoffs over the weekend. The Ravens beat the Texans 34-10 to to advance to the AFC Championship game. 49ers narrowly escaped the Packers 24-21. Lions beat the Bucks, and the Chiefs beat the Bills. Mahomes is now 3-0 against Josh Allen in the postseason. So the championship games are set. The Niners will host the Lions, and the Ravens will host Kansas City. And that's what's trending. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From Lyle, what was your North Turner story? I think I've told this story before. Um, I know I've told it before. But there was a an early North Turner year. The two-point play had just been adopted. I don't know what that year was. I think it was 93 or 94 um, after free agency and the whole thing uh, was implemented. They were down a point late in the game, uh, and they had no timeouts left, and the other team was running plays and um, they kept tackling them, and they lost the game by a point. So I sent Norv Turner, wrote Norv Turner a letter and said, the next time you're in that position, you should let them score. Now, no one had really done it before then. Um, And uh, because the two-point play had just been sort of adopted in the NFL, 
And I just got like a form letter and like a hat or something <laughs> sent back to me saying, thank you for your interest. And my very good friend, Scott Van Pelt, has forever um, made fun of me for the time that I wrote and FedExed. I didn't just write it mail. I FedExed, to it, FedExed the letter hoping that that would ensure that Norv would actually get it and open it up. So there you go. That's that story. By the way, did you see the story about how many people got hypothermia in the Chiefs playoff game, uh, you know, last week against the Dolphins? There were several people in critical condition following that game suffering from severe hypothermia. There's no way you're ever going to see a playoff game in that kind of weather again, Denton. No way. They will postpone the game. Now, if you're in the middle of some sort of cold snap where it's not going to get any better for the next couple of days, I don't know what you do, but they're going to have some sort of ability to, and they'll have some sort of cutoff, hopefully based on, you know, science and medical where, you know, if the wind chill is negative 15 or negative 20 or colder, you're not putting the fans in that kind of danger. Um, Nothing like that for the two championship games at all. Uh, Santa Clara and Baltimore, and Baltimore looks like it'll be in the 40s maybe with rain on Sunday for the AFC title game. All right, good to be back. Thanks to Ben Standing. Thanks to all of you who called. Back tomorrow, Chris Russell's up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.